What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am your host, Vaughn DiCarlo, aka Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. I just came out of my IG Live. If you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Vaughn DiCarlo, excuse me, um, Jesus, I'm starting the show off burping. My goodness, I'm sorry. Um, but I just took a sip of one of these ice drinks. And um, it's like a no sugar, no calorie drink that tastes really good that I get from my corner bodega. And it's quite tasty, um, but it's a soda. So it has like that um, after effect of burping that I did not know um, was going to creep up on me after I started recording. I am not going to reset. I'm just going to be real and let it ride out. Now, like I was saying before I um, low-key burped, I just came off of my Instagram live. I haven't been on live in a while, and I just wanted to wind down a little bit. I came home after I did Bonfire on SiriusXM with comedian Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. It was a super fun show. Then I got done there at 8 p.m. and I had to rush over to Caroline's on Broadway where I had a spot at like 8.20. Short set, but still had to be there at a certain time. And then I was going to go hang out down at the Comedy Cellar and check out, you know, everybody down there. And they're recording um, this week at the Comedy Cellar with Comedy Central, which is really cool. Um, But then I noticed in my email that my agent had reached out. And said, you know, I have two auditions tomorrow. So I decided to come home uh, because the auditions are in the morning and afternoon. And as you probably already know, if you're a comedy fan, comedy life is late life, late night life. Um, Not really a big fan of early mornings, although I do have my internal mom clock that never goes away where I wake up somewhere between 6 and 7 a.m. every single day um, as if I have to get a child ready for school even though my child is now a young adult and in California on an entire different coast than me if you're listening um, and don't know where I am if you're new to the podcast I am New York based I am a New York based comic but I do travel around all of that to say I decided to come home because the auditions are in the early morning. One is in the morning, one is in the early afternoon. So I didn't want to live my comedy life tonight too late. And I didn't have any other spots um, per se, so I decided to take it on home, take it down. So I come home, but instead of jumping right into looking at what I need to no, for the audition tomorrow, I'm sorry, I just plugged in my computer, so it made a noise, um, my laptop. Um, I decided to hop on IG Live for a bit since I used to do it all the time, um, but now I just do it sporadically. And I was asking people what they would like the next topic of Coach Vaughn Podcast to be about. And I know the last time... I came in, I was all excited, like, yay, my summer hiatus is over, I am back, Coach Juan Podcast is back, and at the time, I I was feeling like, hey, this is still going to be a weekly podcast, and love basketball comedy, blah, 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 which it still is, but um, I don't necessarily think it's a podcast that needs to exist 
weekly in that I'm talking about current games and stuff like that. I have my show on SiriusXM for that now, which is on a holiday hiatus right now and maybe getting a new home on SiriusXM um, in the new year. So keep an eye out on my Instagram, my Twitter at Vaughn DiCarlo, CoachVaughn.com to links to all my social media, of course, and information about my show on SiriusXM and where it may land in the the new year. So um, being that my show on SiriusXM was very heavy basketball, I didn't feel the need any longer to, on the podcast, talk so specifically about games and all of that stuff. And, And the podcast has really grown to where, what it is, the intention of this podcast is for me to anchor youth sports, to anchor into real life conversations about love, basketball, comedy, pop culture, current events, politics, etc. Um, haven't tapped much into politics. I am going to be doing another podcast called Shut Up and Dribble, produced by Stand Up Labs, um, where I will be I will be performing stand up comedy at Stand Up New York um, on New Year's Eve uh, this year, bringing the New Year in there at there um at at stand up new york what i'm not saying it right but you get what i'm saying new year's eve show um i love the fact that i have a new year's eve show um but is it's it's a regular showcase it's going to be myself dante nero ryan reese um sean patterson i believe and carrie cut is hosting if i'm not mistaken that's the lineup um pretty hot show and then january 15th I will be headlining at Caroline's on Broadway. Huge, 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 big deal for me. It's my first headlining gig. Please, if you are in the New Jersey, New York, Philly, tri-state area, whatever, um, go to coachvon.com, search stand-up um, in the menu bar, or just go to Caroline's directly and purchase tickets in advance using the promo code coachvon, V-O-N, and that will make the tickets only $10. Now, if you are familiar with Caroline's on Broadway, which most people are, it's a huge uh, historical club for comedy on Broadway. Um, it's it's an honor to be performing there and having my first headlining um, gig there. Um, but it's a, it's a pretty big club. So, and I, I would love, you know, for the seats not to be, be empty. Get your funky asses out. Um, it's a Tuesday night. It's an early show, like 730. So you're not going to be out late. You're not going to live your comedy life late at night. It's an early enough show to where it can be like an after work event for you and your coworkers. Um, and then you get home at a decent time and you get to support me. The promo code um, is for advanced tickets only. You have to buy them online. You cannot use the pro- promo code at the door. Um, but uh, like I was saying, if you're in New York, please do come out and support. It is my first headlining gig, which is a big deal. I'm starting the year out right with a bang into the new year. And um, this time last year, I believe, was the first time I did 30 minutes. And I did um, back-to-back um, 30s with another comedian, Mike Brown. We both did 30-minute sets. And I used this past year to expand on and tweak and tighten that 30 minutes and I've added new stuff and more material and now 
I will be doing my first headlining set at 45 minutes. And then I will expand on that. It's the process of comedy. I'm very excited about it. And um, like I said, I'm doing a new podcast called Shut Up and Dribble, which leans heavy um, into politics and, and sports and how they intertwine. So my first taping of that is tomorrow. I'll let you guys know how that goes. I'm pretty sure I'll just post it on my podcast, uh, um, um, my website, like everything else, coachvon.com for links to everything, my social media, everything. I say all that to say, when I logged on to IG and I was asking people that was in my life, what did they want me to talk about? Most people, you know, in, in me, I don't want to call it a revamp of Coach Vaughn podcast because it's going to always be love basketball comedy. You know, basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. That was so corny. Um, so I'll always be talking about athletes to an extent, um, basketball to an extent, but I don't feel like this podcast needs to, I, I want it to be evergreen as they say, uh, a podcast that could live forever, information that people will listen to that lives on, that you could pull this podcast up six months from now and get useful information out of it. And sometimes when you're talking about tonight's games or last night's games, um, people don't want to necessarily spend too much time on that, which I understand. So now that I have Coach Vaughn's Corner on SiriusXM, I can use you know that show for all of those daily highlights and and whatnot. And I can use the Coach Vaughn podcast for what it's intended to be, which is anchoring, using sports to anchor into love, um, comedy, career, just real life shit. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I don't like to curse a lot. We we know I, I try to keep my refined ratchet self in check and I don't like to use uh, profanity um, publicly like that. It's, it's loose, lazy language that, you know, you should just keep for you and your homies. I don't think that everything needs to be everything. You don't have to being real. Doesn't always mean be vulgar like you and talk like it's just you and your homeboy or your homegirl sitting there and ain't nobody else listening. I, I believe in being responsible with your words. I also believe in energy energy returning back to you and as I was talking to the people that was in my IG live the thing consistently that they wanted me to talk about was um process progress courage um energy karma things like that so here we are here we go and what I'd like to say about that is I mean there there's so many different angles you could take on that right um, one person in the IG said to me that I was a huge inspiration to them and I have inspired them to do their own podcast. And could I give them some advice? The advice I gave to that person was first, number one, thank you. I'm glad that I'm an inspiration. Um, the advice I would give you is to go to our, everyone's favorite and best friend, Google. Uh, research for yourself how to start a podcast. Start doing all the work, all the research. Every question that you have can be found with some time and effort. 
do that. And then as you come against roadblocks, that's when, you know, stuff that you just cannot figure out on your own. That's when you start asking questions of your peers and and people, you know, or people on social media that you connect with. Um, the You will find that when you put in your own effort, a lot of the questions that you have looming around in your head and in your brain taking up space and giving you anxiety and doubt and fear what you will find those answers and and look and go oh my god that's it i wish i had done this six months ago or six years ago or 16 years ago. how much time are you gonna let pass with questions looming around in your head without simply just putting in some time and effort for yourself. The reason I am progressing in comedy and the reason I got my radio show, I had a really big 2018 and I'm going to do a year-end wrap-up podcast of my year and moving into 2019 and what those goals are and all of that. Not now, but towards the end of the year. I'm also going to be on CNN's year-end wrap-up show called All the Best and All the Worst. All the Best, All the Worst, 2018. That's going to be on CNN, so definitely keep an eye out for that. Again, if you are following me on social media, be it Twitter or Instagram, you're always going to know when I'm on something. Um, So make sure you're following my social media or If you're not following my social media and you just want to check in from time to time, information will be posted on my website. I must admit, I'm a lot slower getting to my website than I am my social media, like everyone else on planet social media earth. So don't worry about um, not knowing something or finding something. It will be posted. I let you guys know everything that I'm doing professionally, not personally. Mind your business. Get out of my business. Um, so anyway, a um, lot of success in 2018, but it didn't just fall out of the damn sky. People see things and then they start making connections and try to make sense out of things. And they always attach it to something that has nothing to do with something else. Um, so you got to just kind of let people think what they think. And little Duvall and Snoop Dogg did us all a favor in 2018 and said, I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you in words. I'm living my best life. Smile, B. Smile, B. Um, yes, thank you, little Duvall and Snoop Dogg. I'm living my best life. I'm not going back and forth with nobody and giving my resume every five damn minutes about how I did this, what I'm doing. That The bottom line is, Everything that is returning back to me is because of the efforts that I am putting out there. Period. I would say most of the stuff that I've gotten, it it came to me. I'm not, I wasn't out searching for some of this stuff. It's just that I am doing my work and I'm putting it out there and people know what I'm doing. And they see me progressing. And when something comes up that fits me, I tend to get that call. That will happen to you too, but not with you just sitting there uh, using God like he's a genie where you can rub the bottle and go, dear God, I've been praying for X, Y, and Z to happen, but it's not happening. Well, um, it's 2018, about to be 2019. And what you need to realize um, moving forward is that God is not a genie. He will bless you. You know, you're blessed and we're all blessed. We are all blessed. But... Um, faith 
without works okay faith without works is dead you can't just have faith oh i'm gonna have faith that uh that bag of doritos over there that i want to eat i got faith that i'm gonna be able to eat the doritos they just gonna float over here to me no i'm gonna have to get up and walk over to those doritos and um the fact that i'm thinking about these doritos that's across the room tells you that I'm my journey to 145 is not going well. I think I have journeyed up 45 more pounds instead of journeying down from 175 to 145 like I want to be. I believe right now I am sitting on a, a nice heavy 180. But that's okay. I know that I have not put in the work to lose the weight. Um, I had spurts of it where I was like, oh, I'm on, and then I was off. I have not fully committed, so therefore I do not deserve to be 145 pounds right now. I have not put in, in that work, not with my diet or my exercise. Now, I plan to work with a new trainer um, within the, the next few weeks, moving into the new year. Um, I don't really necessarily believe in New Year's resolutions because you're just setting yourself up to to lose you have to make a commitment to your lifestyle whether it's your body and your health your career your family a relationship whatever it is you have to make a com a full commitment to pursuing whatever it is you want to do and if it doesn't happen for you you cannot blame god you cannot blame your cousin your mama your papa your kids your cousin who I don't know who in your life you blame that's not the man in the mirror, uh, but cut it out. Grow the fuck up. Sorry, I cussed again. Damn. I think that one deserved a, a little cuss cuss, though. Yeah. Grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. I'm telling that. I'm saying that to myself. I need to stop cuddling up with Doritos and donuts and get my, my, my weight together. So I'm going to be working with a new trainer. And I'm going to be posting about my journey to 145. And like I am always, I'm very honest with you guys along the way. Now, I am not an athlete. I am simply just a fan of basketball. And I could apply basketball principles to myself. For instance, um, if you have listened to me on SiriusXM or my podcast, you may have heard me say this before. If not, um, it's new to you. If it's not new to you, that's fine. Listen to it again. Isaiah Thomas said in an interview one time, and not the new not Isaiah Thomas that ain't even that man's son. He just hijacked the, the, the Isaiah Thomas that's in the NBA right now. Um, his parents just hijacked Isaiah Thomas's name, and he ain't even a junior. That would aggravate me a little bit. But anyway, um, it, he should say Isaiah Thomas. Um, he can't say junior or second or... He needs a. He should have came up with something else like it two or it duplicate or something. But you running around being Isaiah Thomas, and Isaiah Thomas already existed. But anyway, the original Isaiah Thomas uh, of the Detroit Pistons, Bad Boys, once said, "As a point guard, you control the motions, the actions of nine other people on the court." That's powerful, right? Think about that. You have the ball in your hand. That means you control the movement, the thoughts, 
the emotions, the energy of every single person on that court. And I'll take that statement one step further and say, you not only are controlling the actions, the emotions, and and the thoughts and energy of the people on the court, but everybody in the arena that's watching and everybody um, on television that was watching at the time. And get this, even if it's a clip of the past, you are controlling the thoughts, the emotions, and the energy of the person in present day that may be watching a clip of you from 10 years ago. Legacy. Energy. Carrying on. Your spirit carrying on. How about that for powerful? That's why when I look at myself as a comedian, I like to make you laugh, but I also like to make you think and I like to be responsible with my words. I'd rather take an L and not get a laugh than to be irresponsible with my words and and use the N-word as as a punchline. Like, is that necessary? That's That's really a crutch, in my opinion. And, you know, to each his own. I'm not here to judge other comedians. I'm just here to work on it and judge myself and my own work. And for me, I know I could get a laugh without resorting to uh, vulgarity, sex, um, uh, race, everything that I say. And if you, again, if you're in New York and you're coming to see me perform at Caroline's on January 15th, my first headlining set, um, you'll see that you're going to laugh. But there is substance. There is substance to everything that I'm saying. And there's a reason to as to why I'm saying it. I find the funny in a lot of dark things. I'm not a dark comic. Let me rephrase that because I, I, I hate that term too. I was, oh, it's dark. No, it's not dark. It's just very real. Um, it's like the silly truth of things. Like the truth definitely can be a hard pill to, to swallow. Um... And a lot of times that 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 truth is what makes us laugh because we're like, oh, my God, that's so true. I can relate. Um, And I like to, you know, be silly. I'm a silly, you know, I grew up, you know, kind of goofy. Goofy was my favorite character, Disney character or whatnot. Not Mickey Mouse, not Minnie Mouse, Goofy. Um, Being silly is, is a fun thing. Being light as much as you can, knowing that life is heavy, that's a thing for me. I think that's my gift that God has instilled in me is going through some of the most darkest times uh, since I've, I woke up. I woke up in the projects. I work, woke up in poverty. I woke up in drug infested neighborhoods, uh, child abuse, uh, drinking in the drugs. And, I, I woke up. To hardship. And I'm still here. You know, I'm still here fighting through and finding, as I say on my social media, hashtag stay in the light. Finding the light in everything. It's not so hard to find darkness. It's not so hard. It's right there. But that glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, hang on to that. Because as soon as you don't see that anymore, that that's hope. that's where hopelessness and depression comes in and those voices in your head could take over and tell you crazy stuff. Like, there is no hope. You might as well just kill yourself. No. No, don't listen to that voice. That light is always there. 
but the further away you get from it, the the more dim and dim it will be. Um, so hopefully me living my silly little truth on stage and getting people to laugh and relate will spark that light in them to be a little bit brighter, if that makes any sense to you. But the Isaiah Thomas, you know, thing where I have the ball, I control the the actions and the motions of, of nine other people on the court and me expanding that thought into the arena and television and legacy and and video that lives on and on and affecting people is absolutely how I look at myself as a comedian. When I have the microphone, I'm in control of the the motions, the actions, the thoughts, the emotions, the, the everything of the people in that room. Everything depends on my energy. That's powerful. That's powerful. Now, what do you do with that? You realize that being responsible with your words isn't just for others and how they're receiving. Because you, you can't control how someone perceives or receives. But what you're saying is going to affect their thoughts, actions, motions, emotions, and all of that. Absolutely. Your energy is being transferred out. Just like their energy is being transferred out. But if I let the audience's emotions take over mine, then I just lost the crowd. Can't let that happen. That's like turning the ball over. I'm not here to turn the ball over. I'm here to shoot and and get it in the net. Every Every bit that I do, every line that I'm looking to deliver... I'm looking to slam dunk that. Now, you can hit or miss, sure. But the intent is to always get it in the hole, right? Always sink it. So what do you do with that kind of power? You understand that if you believe in energy, that karma is probably a thing. Now, the word karma is used very loosely all the time. People are always ready to throw that word karma out to people, right? always ready to throw it around like oh karma's a bitch really is it well if karma's a bitch are you paying attention to the the bitch assness that you're putting out there see karma isn't just a bitch karma is actually pretty loving as well when you are putting good energy out there the bright spirit of karma is returning to you as well. When you are doing your due diligence for whatever work that you want to do, um, whether it's personal or professional, if it's your weight, if it's your career, if it is your loving relationship, if, if it's your relationship with your kid, your, your parents, your best friend, whomever, the, the positive light, energy of karma is returning to you as well now it may not come back to you from exactly where you expect it that will happen time and time again you may pour all the positivity and love and work into one particular thing and it may not return to you a when you want it to or b where you expected it from um, i'll give an example i submitted for JFL, Just for Laughs in Montreal, for 
uh, new faces or just, you know, to be part of the festival. I submitted for it. Did not even get a call. Didn't get an audition slot. Because what happens is once they review your set or whatnot, then you usually get an audition for the live audition. Um, Happens every year. It's a big deal for comedy in the city. And all throughout the states, wherever they are at auditioning people for the biggest festival, comedy festival on earth. Now, I did not get that opportunity. So, but I've been putting in the work. I felt that I was ready to do, you know, maybe at the time, maybe not a gala, a, a headlining set as if I was some famous comedian like like a, a Tiffany Haddish or Lil Rel who did galas there. Um, no, I was not necessarily ready for that. But did I think I was ready and prepared and had a good fire set for, you know, my first presentation in JFL? Sure. Um, I didn't get a response. But I know I have been putting in the work. So I was fine. I was like, okay, I'll maybe, you know, try again next year. Cut to July. And guess who is at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival? Uh, I wasn't looking for it, but it came to me. How? I was reached out to directly by Heartbeat Productions, LOL. Um, Heartbeat Productions for uh, JFL. JFL presents LOL Live. If you're familiar with the LOL network, that is under Heartbeat, but Kevin Hart's Heartbeat Productions has a network called LOL Network. Um, And here I am in July of 2018 in Montreal at the biggest comedy festival in the world doing um, LOL Live. What an honor. I had a wonderful time while I was there. I, uh, Chris Stefano requested me to open for him. He was headlining there. And also Lil Rel was doing a show called Lil Rel and Friends, where he, you know, performs and presents the hottest new comics or the hottest comics in JFL, however you want to word that, however it was worded on his show uh, description. So while I was there, more opportunities came to me. What is the point I'm making? Work begets work and good karma finds you as well. But people forget to look at the great things that are happening in their lives because they're so focused on the negative things. Yeah, it was super terrible that, you know, I didn't get in the way I submitted, but it still came to me. I was meant to be at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in 2018. And when something is meant for you, there is nothing that can stop it. There's nothing that can stop your blessings except you. Now, if I would have taken that rejection, um, super negatively, like, oh, I suck. I'm no good. I should just quit comedy. Let's let's do basic math because the universe uh, two plus two always equals four in this universe. Right. Um, Had I taken a different path into the darkness. Even if I would have gotten that call that I had booked LOL live for Montreal, I wouldn't have been prepared. 
I'm prepared for the blessings that come my way because I'm working every day towards them, whether it's my stand-up comedy, whether it's my radio show, my podcast, um, everything that I'm doing. I run um, my own business and production company, um, which some of you may be familiar with, where I've produced three comedy albums. I'm the executive producer of a huge upcoming documentary. Uh, So there's a lot of things that I'm doing that are on my plate. So whatever good karma returns back to me, I return back. It doesn't have to necessarily come. Like if you're being good to a person that's treating you poorly, leave that person alone. But don't feel bad about treating them well. Because that good energy that you put out there will return to you just from another person. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now that negative energy and them treating you poorly... That will return to them. Now, here's my thing. You don't have to wish nothing negative on anyone because then there you go. That's putting negative energy out there that will return to you. Um, what's the rapper? Temptation or Triple X Temptation? I don't know how to say his name. I have to call my kid and ask her. Um, great music. And here's the thing. Right when... And if you're a fan of his, you know this. Right when he was realizing that, hey, the negativity that I'm putting out there is wrong. I'm going to start putting good energy, positivity out there. He made a change in his life. But his life was taken away. His life was taken away because some of that negative energy that he had put out there returned to him. Um, he did not, I'm not saying that he deserved it. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I I don't think anyone deserves their life being cut so short, especially so young where he was so talented and fearless in his expression, whatever his expression was at the time, he was just being true to it. And a lot of that expression that he put out there that was negative it was just a place he was at in his life and then when he came to a new place he made those adjustments um but it's a lot like our weight you have to think of um i guess karma good and bad as weight as 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 like gaining or losing weight now i gained 30 pounds over the past seven years I didn't gain 30 pounds with my bad eating habits and my lackadaisical gym efforts um, in just a couple of months. I could act like that if I want to, but this weight dropped on me over the course of a long period of time where I was not fully committed when I made commitments to get my health and my weight together. I was more committed to Doritos and donuts and... That's just what it is. It took a long time for the weight to really, like right now it's starting to show. Um, I definitely am not at my physical best. And it's, it's feeling heavy the whole nine. So all of that negative stuff I put into my body, like what you eat today, and I learned this with a trainer a long time ago. What you eat today 
it 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 helps you survive and live for today. It satisfies your hunger for today. But what you put in your body today is going to reflect in your body several weeks from now. You're eating for your future, not for your present moment. Even though in a present moment, whatever you're putting in your body, if you put in some Doritos and donuts in your body, it it's great in a moment. It's just like if you want to cuss somebody out. Oh, that feels good in a moment. Ugh. Ugh. But you might have some regrets later. So, taking a sip. Sorry. So, what I'm trying to explain is just like you can negatively affect your body, you can positively affect your body. But you're not going to see it right away. That's what makes it so hard. That's what makes gaining weight so easy because it just creep, it's creeping up on you. Because when you're first starting to get into those Doritos and donuts, it doesn't seem to be affecting you too much. You're living your best life, huh? Um, but then you turn around and you're like, holy shit, whose ass is this? And my ankles are protesting against the, these thunder thighs. Like, at what point in my life did my thighs start rubbing together? Who am I? What is going on? And I don't care um, if anybody is listening that feels the need to tweet or IG me in my comments and tell me, oh, you look good. Save it. Isn't I, I get it. My weight fell into a place, into places where some people find attractive. And that's fine. Thank you for the compliment ahead of time. But keep it in your thoughts and off my IG and Twitter because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you look. It matters how you feel. And this weight on me is a lot. It may not be a lot for somebody else. It's a lot for me. Um, it makes me fatigued and tired and, and all of that jazz. So to make a change, I have to now look for that positive karma, right? The positive karma that I put out there for my body and those actions, I'm not going to see it right away. I'm not saying it's going to take the next six, seven years to lose 30 pounds with the right effort, focus and everything. Just like some some comedians might feel like, oh, wow, Vaughn's only been doing comedy full time for X amount of time. You know, it took me 18 years to get to Montreal or it took me 18 years to get my first TV gig. And, you know, now she's on Vaughn DiCarlo's on everybody's heels out here in these streets. Well, you know what? I'm doing the work. I know how to work. I'm putting in all the effort. Ain't nothing free in these streets. And things are returning back to me. And I'm proud of it. And I deserve it. Because I that is the effort I'm putting out there. Um, There's things that I want that I may not get for another 10 years. I'm okay with that. It's not going to stop my process. I'm going to keep moving forward and staying having that very narrow vision in my lane of what I'm doing and every time I grab that mic and I get on that stage that's one step further to becoming my what I ultimately want to be is in the name of um, people's mouths when they speak of their favorite comedian um, in the names with the greats that could take my whole lifetime to get to if I ever attain it Uh, but you know like they say reach for the stars you might land on the clouds or whatever that saying is my goals are 
beyond realistic. But I believe they're attainable. Because if Chappelle did it, I could do it. If Chris Rock did it, I could do it. If George Carlin did it, I could do it. If Richard Pryor did it, I could do it. Now, I'm not comparing myself at all to their greatness. Not at all. Not at all. But they're human beings with a talent. And much like Michael Jordan said, when you just look at my talent as like it's magical, like, oh, it's just God-given, then, yeah, it's God-given, all credit due to the man above, absolutely, thank you for the blessings, but without me putting in that, that work, right, that faith without work is dead, so you can't take away my efforts and just go, oh, it's God-given, yeah, it's God-given, and I had to actually do something with it, so those Um, amazing, legendary comedians are absolutely deserving of people saying, oh, God-given talent. Absolutely. But I'm not going to discredit their their work as human beings because if Michael Jordan didn't practice his jump shot and his free throws, he wouldn't be Michael Jordan. LeBron James don't just wake up the greatest of all time. Yeah, LeBron James is the GOAT to me still. He he's one of the most disciplined athletes on planet Earth. You can't take that away from that person. So my goal is to someday, maybe possibly, be in the name of people's mouths when they think of the greatest comedians. And I don't want to be considered uh, a comedian by identifying with how I look, uh, being a female. Uh, one of the greatest comedians, uh, Patrice O'Neill just had his death date on um, November 29th. He's a big, you know, he was a big, tall, uh, overweight, obese, fat, whatever you want to call it, um, black male comic, but not one person would describe him that way. Do you know how difficult it is in comedy for people to not preface what you are based on how you look or or being your race he was patrice was so good at comedy that he wasn't nobody thought about any of that stuff because he didn't put himself out there um like that's all he was he didn't lean on material that were that would label or categorize him in those ways isn't that something so i aspire to be great at what i do i aspire to continue to be inspirational and responsible with my words while i'm being funny so that someday they won't go oh one of the greatest female comedians, just one of the greatest comedians, period. Period. No description, except that she was funny and she was mindful. And her material was very meaty. Right? Makes sense? Can that happen for you, for anybody? Absolutely. Absolutely. As long as I'm living and breathing, I'm going to believe that. 100%. There's absolutely no way 
that um, living for the short time that I've been on this wonderful earth and the experiences that I have as a woman, a mother, um, relationships, and even just being a fan of, of a sport that just makes sense to me and how I could apply those basketball principles to my own life, um, especially as a, a comic and, and having the, the discipline in in my career of choice. There's no way I shouldn't believe that great things will happen and that someday I will be mentioned in the mouths of people when they think of the greatest comedians. You just have to be courageous enough to admit to yourself what you want to do and stop putting any negativity out there because you don't want it to return to you in in a irreversible way when it's too late when you've made a change when you've made that decision <sighs> did I get too deep I, I feel like I'm I broke out in a sweat I'm about to go y'all done wore me out this came from you guys on IG live okay um so there you have it um you control the ball you control the motion. You are the creator of your entire world. And the only reason you wouldn't want to believe that is if you don't want the responsibility of the outcome of your own life. You'd rather just blame everybody else. So get your blaming ass on and do you. But don't wonder why people tend to shy away from you and not want to be around because misery love company misery loves company and people who are trying to stay in the light can't be around that darkness um that's it for today y'all have worn me out please go to coachvon.com for all my links to social media on ig and twitter please do follow me numbers count in this game if you want to support me but you don't want to uh see my post just mute me You'll be missing out on a lot of good stuff. But hey, I get it. But numbers count. You know, when people unfollow me, I always look at that like, oh, you just don't want me to have numbers. Because you could have just muted me. Okay? You could have did that. Shady ass. Um, but that's all right. Because that unfollow ass energy going to come right back to you. Ha, 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 ha. See how I did that? January 15th at Caroline's on Broadway. Use promo code Coach Vaughn. Um, go to coachvon.com or carolines.com and get your tickets. And please, by all means, after the show, let me know if you follow me on Twitter or IG, if you listen to my podcast, all that jazz. Keep up with what's going on with Coach Vaughn's Corner on Sirius XM. There will be new announcements for that coming into the new year. Um, listen out. The next podcast I do will be in a couple weeks and it will be the year-end wrap-up. Um, of 2018 where I could go a little bit further not just in the the just for laughs situation but I'm going to look at my whole 2018 and how I came into the year what those goals were and how that good karma returned to me uh, we're going to try and make it happen again really big in 2019 I said I wanted to do um, I wanted to 
work my way into being a headlining comedian. And guess what? I have my first headlining gig. I want you to be a part of it. So I will see you January 15th at Caroline's on Broadway so that you can be a part of this journey. Hashtag Team Vaughn. Don't disappoint me, please. Um, But if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. You know, all good things will come to me in time. This is my first step towards becoming a a um one of the greatest comedians ever yeah anyway i enjoyed this conversation we just had i i hope that you did as well i hope you're feeling inspired to go to google and figure out your life all right coach vaughn out